Andy, today we've got Ricky Veal, estate agent from the Stevenage area, coming to see us. I think that prices are going to stabilise. I do honestly think that. Um, and potentially next year, then look to, to kick on. The amount of development is clearly going to continue to keep the market moving. Um, I will always say it. People have reasons to move, whether they need to upsize, whether they need to downsize, whether they're moving for schools, whether they're moving for, for work reasons. People need to move. And it's all relative. If prices are going up, then you'll sell high, buy high. If they're going down, you're going to sell low and buy low. We're going blind today because between us, we've visited Stevenage twice. Yeah. And it was both me. Um, yeah. So we're, we're going to learn something today about what is going on in Stevenage, whether you should buy, whether you should avoid. What questions are you going to ask? What do you want to know from Ricky about the area? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one because Stevenage, I've heard of it, never stepped foot in, uh, in Stevenage. So what I want to know from Ricky is what it's all about you know what what type of area is, is it um what's going on in the area uh, with developments you know and and sort of what what is the the prime property to to invest in really um so yeah really keen to to hear what ricky's gonna gonna tell me on on steve Mitch. yeah is it an investable town is it somewhere where the ships sailed yeah is it an undiscovered gem mm. because around there you've got St Albans which is just a phenomenal town but very unaffordable mm. to, to the vast majority particularly on a buy to let perspective and, and, and the other end of the scale you've got Luton which is super cheap so you've got the full scale within a Absolutely. sort of 10-20 mile radius of, of, of this place but you're also really, really close to, to London where you've obviously run agents yeah. in London and, and seen what people pay compared to what people will do on the commute. So mm. without further ado, Ricky Veal, estate agent of over a decade, let's bring him in. Let's do it. Ricky, thanks for joining us in the studio. Thanks for making the drive around the M25 this morning. Thanks it can be, you're at the mercy of the traffic <laughs> in that sense. And it, I understand it was a good one today. So hopefully it gives you a favour on the way home as well. We're here to talk about Stevenage today, your hometown. It certainly is. So you've been an estate agent and letting agent in that town for how long? Best part of 11 to 12 years now. Schooled, brought up. Stood on the terraces of the borough, I understand. Yeah, the mighty Stevenish borough. So you're well-versed in all parts of the town, where things are happening, what's going on. Yeah, no, very much so. I feel very much so a part of the community. Okay, so it's a strange, bit of a strange podcast for Andy and I. I've been to Stevenage twice now, and it was only to see you. Um, I haven't stepped foot in Stevenage. Have you heard of it? So I've heard of it, <laughs> but yeah, I haven't stepped foot there. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited to know. So this know is more. this is a learning. This is a course for us. It is. And it's 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 a great one because normally we know a lot about the towns that people come in to talk about, but this is a real course for us on why invest in Stevenage, what to invest in Stevenage, mm. what are we looking at? My instant reaction when I drove into Stevenage a couple of months ago, being from the Bracknell area, is I'm back in Bracknell. 
I know where I know what's going on here. If I feel at home, it looks the same. So give us a brief history of the town, why it's there, what it's about. So it's one of the first new towns coming out of London. So you're on Junction 7 or Junction 8. You're not too far from Luton. So you're 15, 20 minutes to Luton Airport. Um, you're surrounding by the likes of Hitchin, Nebworth, Welling Garden City. There's some very nice areas surrounding it. Um, you've got some huge businesses that have, that have joined the area over the past 25 years. Um, mass developments that have gone up in the past 10, 15 years in an area that I used to live in and in an area that we got a lot of properties on the market is an area called Great Ashby, which is a mini town within the town. And that had 10,000 plus properties built with local school shops, et cetera, et cetera. No, it's, it's a great place to live and one that I love. So you're already seeing the comparisons between a Bracknell and a Stevenage in the new town history Bracknell was built to take the people of West London after the war. Stevenage take, built to take the people of North London exactly. from the war. And a lot of employers strategically moved in order to, to fire those towns' economies. They've now matured. So what employers are in Stevenage? Where do people work if you live in Stevenage? Where are people commuting to? What's the, what's the likely income of those people? So you've got MBDA which are a huge outfit, just coming off the A1. Then you've got Airbus Aerospace, which again is just off the A1. And there's a lot of industrial estates. So you've got the big BMW, you've got the big Mini, um, you've got smaller outfits like a Stevenage Glass, et cetera, et cetera, that if anyone's looking to get glass in Hertfordshire, that's their go-to place. Yeah, um, yeah there's, there's loads of pockets of industrial estates where typically people will work. But if they are commuting, they are 22 minutes into to Finsbury Park or within half hour into King's, King's Cross. Um, the A1 is so easy to get onto, whether you're at the top of Stevenage in Great Ashby or whether you're Oaks Cross South kind of Stevenage. Um, and you can be 25 minutes into St Albans, 10, 15 minutes into Hatfield. Obviously, you've got the university in Hatfield. Um, there's a big, big pharmaceuticals company in Welling Garden City it's called Roche. Um, so there's some really big outfits out there. Something that I noticed, drive, like you said, driving up the A1 off the M25 when I visited, the other towns around Stevenage, if you take Luton out of the equation, um, I don't want to be someone who runs down Luton, but... Um, <laughs> Let's take Luton out of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> the other towns seem a lot more expensive than Stevenage in so. Welling Garden City. St Albans, especially driving in St Albans, you're like, wow, some you know something's going on in in this town. This is a very very wealthy place to live, which is probably inaccessible to a vast majority of people or sort of first second time buyers is is not the place to be looking otherwise you're in a in a very small flat so is that right is is my guess right so. yeah yeah no you are right um hitchens a mini st albans um well and garden city is expensive nebworth is is expensive too um everyone that is living in those areas tend to come to stevenage to go to your kitchen shops and your your, your, your furniture shops, because there's so many of them. Mm. Um, but no, Stevenage is certainly more affordable 
and we are finding so many. I originally moved out of Edgware, North London, when I was seven. So, God, I'm showing my age now, 23 years ago. Um, and it's still so easy to get back into London. And when I first moved up, I'm massively into my football. And you can probably walk field to field, park to park, every five minutes. There are so many open green spaces for families to enjoy. So it, it is great for that. It certainly is more expensive. Um, you've got the old town, which is very desirable. And you've got nice restaurants and bars and so on and so on. A lot like a, a St Albans High Street. But the new town is is very much so growing and has been for the last five, ten so years. With, so. so with Stevenage then, so is it sort of a, a, a family area to live in or do you get a lot of, you know, professional people living there? What what type of, bit of, both, of people really. do you get there? Yeah, a bit of both. Um, so a lot of the families do move because of the, the open green spaces yeah. and all of the schools in which it has to offer, as well as the activities it has. So you've got the leisure park in which has got the trampoline park it's got the cinema it's got the bowling alley mm. um a little further afield you've got the mini golf um yeah so there's a lot going on for for kids it's where personally i would admit that when you're of that 18 to 21 age gap there's not bundles going on mm. Mm. for kids of that age but i know that when I was that age, it was all about playing Xbox and, and so forth anyway, and watching Arsenal. <laughs> well, it took six minutes to get Arsenal into the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Ricky. If, you, if, we, if, if anyone out there was playing Ricky Veal bingo, six minutes was the call before he's, uh, he's, he's linked to that. He's from North London. He's come up from North London and he's back for the Arsenal. Um, <laughs> just a, a, a small run-in that always gets mentioned reasonably quickly. I'm not sure it used to happen that quick, but, you know, Arsenal are top of the league. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's going into... We know roughly who the people are. We know about the employers what's the housing stock like what's it what do the houses look like um what's their most of what's there's a shortage of and what's being put up at the moment in in stevenage definitely a shortage of bungalows i'm crying for a developer to build 20 30 thousand size <laughs> bungalows yeah because i really do think that will kick on the market and I, i've said for years that i think the government could really do with with helping out the the pensioners and so forth looking to go into bungalows that could really kick on the families to move into theirs or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so there's definitely a shortage of bungalows. Um, there is a lot of 70s semis, um, a lot of houses that are back to front. So you park at the back and go through the back rather than walk around to go to the front. Um, a lot of apartments that have gone up within the last couple of years in and around the town, one and two beds, typically stretching anywhere from 170 to 200 for one beds. And for the two beds, you're looking at 230, anywhere up to, to 270. They're letting really well, actually. Um, so I'm sure we'll come on to that shortly. But in the respect of someone moving out of a, a Hatfield or a Welling Garden City as a first-time buyer, but commuting into to central London, it's a five minute walk through the town into the station and you're at your desk within half hour 
it's it, it's it's a bit of a no brainer for a first time buyer having the the, the fifteen to twenty thousand pounds deposit required to get on the ladder to potentially see that property in a year, two years, be worth ten percent more in value. So what does go well? What's what's the real heartbeat of the market? Where would you put your money? Um, I think Great Ashby is an excellent market and one that's continued to grow. Um, a big point of that is because of the outstanding primary school in Round Diamond. Um, there's so many local farmer's fields that you can walk around and Serpentine Park is a massive attraction for families and you're still only a five-minute drive to the old town and leisure facilities too. So Great Ashby for me is 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 certainly an area where, although it's a new build area of the new build ilk, and a lot of people don't necessarily want to be on top of other families and, and not as much privacy and not as much parking, it's such a family-orientated area and one in which people really enjoy to live in. So going back to the development, so developments going up, your one or, or two beds, what's the land space around Stevenage? Are more developments going to go up? Is there sort of the land there to, to put new developments on? Are they in one specific area or are they sort of spread out yeah, sort so of around? There's roughly, the exact figures I think is approximately five to a thousand homes going up along Gresley Way, which is Chell's Manor going towards Aston Walken Way. Um, and that's a red road development. So they're going to be high end, great finish, um, hopefully going to be ready in the next year or two. I'm excited to see them. And I'm sure that a lot of the people that are in two, three beds are going to hopefully look to upsize to the four or five bed detached houses that they're offering. Um, Taylor Wimpy are due to complete on a mix of apartments, semis, detached houses in Todd's Green, which is a little village just just a little and outgoing out to, to Hitchin Way. Um, so the the confidence I have in the area and the market of Stevenage is obviously being replicated in the developer's eyes as mm. well. So that's what I'm incredibly confident in resale properties because developers are investing their money into the area too. I think that's one of the things that you've got to look at, that if you've got these developers going into to places like that, then there must be something there that will attract people exactly. to that to that area. So it's good that the developments are, are sort of happening and, yes, and it's, it's an up and coming sort of. It's something area. we say on every podcast when we concentrate on an area is look at which companies are putting money mm. into where, whether that be Waitrose or Ikea or a house builder or, you know, Barclay Homes, who there, but whoever it might be. Yes. M&S, exactly. You know, those those companies, they don't do things by accident. They don't do things by guessing. They will produce thousands of hours worth of research of where the money is being spent, where the inc inc income increases are, where people are upwardly mobile, where more investments coming in from other places and then make their make their call a house builder particularly will not build somewhere where house prices are likely no. to go down <laughs> exactly. it just Definitely won't not. happen especially if it's a scheme of a thousand houses because that will be a seven to ten year scheme i imagine they're not mm. going to go somewhere where they're seeing net population drops they're seeing companies moving out of it just won't happen they wouldn't build it mm. so it's a really good tip for an investor as we probably said it before as ricky said here if Red Row are building a thousand houses and 
my guess is that those thousand houses are 10 to 20 percent above market rate that you would normally yeah. see in stevenage new builds typically fetch a premium yeah, and yeah. how many big four and five bedroom detached houses are when red row are building them now is this breaking new land yeah the majority of that development is going to be big four or five bed detached houses which is excellent for us with the market of two and three bed people are looking up to yeah website. as you said the the majority of housing stock in in stevenage tends to be three bed semis and red row are going in and building four and five bed detached double garage houses so they're not gambling on the fact that people are getting richer in Stevenage. They know yeah. that people are getting richer in Stevenage or the people who want to move into Stevenage have more money because of the commuting links. Exactly that. Yeah, exactly. And I, I forgot to, to mention Lister as well. Lister has been there for years, but the amount of doctors and nurses that are there also provides a, a great pool of excellent tenants for landlords. Yeah. So, Landlords, obviously, this is the landlord page podcast. We've we've said obviously why money's going into the town, but if you if if I'm giving you hundred thousand pounds cash to invest in a property, what are you investing in and why? I'll be looking to buy a two bed semi, which can be converted to a one or two bedroom masonette. So. Stand the front door at the front and then look to use the French doors at the back, etc., to convert it to take the stairs upstairs to create a one or two bedroom masonette. There's not too many of those within Stevenage. And I've previously worked in the Watford market where there's been bundles of conversions created. But the majority of these two bedroom semi detached houses typically have parking for two cars. So they're absolutely ideal for one bed masonettes. My next door neighbour, the, the, the property's been empty for the best part of five years now. And, Have you knocked um, through, Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> I've got his number. Um, plan of permission's been granted. It's, it's a four bed terrace house that's been converted to three or four masonettes. So hopefully they will be my instructions within the next year or so. But they are prime. You've got for the one bed Typically, prices are anywhere, like I said, between 170 to 200, generating yields of 5 6% at nine to a thousand pounds. Something like that that isn't going to have high service charge and high ground rents because it doesn't have the lifts in the blocks and it doesn't have the gates and the concierge, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, you own the freehold, yeah. so you yeah. take away the issue, don't you, of, of, think, of what a modern apartment like is. is an excellent investment. little two-bed semi that you can convert into a masonette to get two one-bedroom apartments. So yeah. what, is, what does a two-bed semi sell for, typically? Typically anywhere between 230 and 250 and where do you end up when you've done your conversion? What what rental income are you taking from your two one-bedroom masonettes? Well, hopefully you'll be able to split the garden into two. So they've both got their private own garden space. I would say you're looking anywhere between nine and a thousand pounds per one-bedroom masonette. So I mean that that return. If you you've got to be willing to do the work. Yeah. Of Obviously, course. it's you know, it's not the easy option. Um 
how do you go about finding the right house design? Because I, I know, I'm totally with you here. Where I live, there's a couple of estates where they built two bedroom houses, and if you buy the end terrace, you can double story extension yeah. it and turn it into a big three bed and make your money. That's that's where it works in my town. If you're willing to do the work, so this is this is your town's tip. This is very specific to Stevenage. Probably something you like. You say a Watford, for example, down the road is probably Victorian houses that have been done. We're talking about ex council local authority stock here. How do you go about finding them? Does everybody know this trick in Stevenage? No, not at all. No, not whatsoever. So, long and short of it is get in touch with me i'll try and source it for you if it means that i need to um send letters to homeowners as a as a as a buying service i'll go and do so i'll go and spot the properties on the road which i think are prime to be developed for buy to let investors i think that's it isn't it that you've got to have that local expert to give you that advice because many people don't know this advice they don't know the tricks to look out for um and they don't know what to put their put their money in so you're so you're right you need that local expert which is obviously yourself so yeah get in contact with 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 ricky and yeah i'm sure you'll be able to to sort them out and, and help them with their, with their investments. But yeah, go, going back to the rental side of things, you know, I was having a look at some stuff earlier in Stevenage and it was telling me that the sort of average rents uh, across Stevenage is around sort of 1250 to 1300. So again, that's a great, sort of average rent to, rent to have. There's a lot of two beds within the current stock on the market at, at the moment. So that seems to be the the, the high sort of high stock dimension. levels of, of rentals. And I think in total, there was probably 70 or 80 properties currently on the market for rentals. So it seems a, a busy market on the rental side of things in, in Stevenage, which again, for investors, that's the telling tale of, of right, that must be a great in, investment area to 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 get into, um, so yeah, everything looks sort of positive on 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 the rental side of things and investment side of things in 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 Stevenage. So yeah, it's good to it's good to hear what your sort of input about the area and the way that things are going because with the house builders, the developers, you know, everything going on there, like Mike said earlier, there's a reason why they're doing that, and the, and the reason is. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great investment and, and to And those to 70 into. odds, I would anticipate that 80% of them will be let in the next yeah. week or two weeks. Yeah. Because you've got so many people moving out of, of, of a London, going to work at Lister, going to work at MBDA, Airbus, Roche, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of pool of tenants looking to, to buy, mm. to rent, sorry. Whether that's they're looking to, to try before they buy with a partner, whether yeah. it's they've got a placement at one of these big firms, there's a yeah, there's a lot of people out there wanting to rent. Yeah, it's interesting because we always talk about value, and it's hard to find value. It's 2023. Mm. Uh, it gets harder every year. Yeah, <laughs> whether you're a landlord or you're a tenant, to actually find value, and I think this is potentially a place if you compare it to the M4 corridor where we're sitting, where it's faster into London than it is here. But house prices are lower, commuting times are faster, and rents hold up. Mm. You know, that's a decent rental income. It's still affordable, which, again, we try and find things that are affordable yeah. in 2023. Mm. It's still affordable for a tenant because incomes are good, levels of education is high, levels of qualification is high. So it's it's a really good option. 
leads me to my final question, uh, where if Ian were in the room, he'd say, we're not going to hold you to this, but we are recording. <laughs> um, future predictions for Stevenage. Where do we go in 2023 and beyond? I think that prices are going to stabilise. I do honestly think that. Um, and potentially next year, then look to, to kick on. The amount of development is clearly going to continue to keep the market moving. Um, I will always say it, people have reasons to move, whether they need to upsize, whether they need to downsize, whether they're moving for schools, whether they're moving for, for work reasons, people need to move. And it's all relative. If prices are going up, then you'll sell high, buy high. If they're going down, you're going to sell low and buy low makes yeah. no difference and let's you've mentioned something which just makes me want to dispel a, a myth that a lot of people have got which i think is kind of peddled by the government that we have is that building more houses will stabilize house prices it's garbage house builders will build houses to maximize the value of the land that they're building yeah. on and therefore if a house builder like your red row or your taylor wimpy come along and build 500 houses in your back garden i have a guarantee for you your house price will go up yeah as a result not down not flat if a house builder is building seven eight nine hundred thousand pound detached houses in your back garden and your house is worth half a mil guess what you're in for a 20 percent uplift over the next two three years it's going to happen so if you see that, if you can see building happening over the back fence of where you're looking to invest in your two-bed terrace, you're pretty much nailed on for an increase in value. Very much so. Yeah, it's, it's a better outlook rather than you're looking out on a derelict building or a derelict industrial estate, etc., etc. These new builds command higher prices and people want everything new. So yeah, it's, it's 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 automatically going to put your prices up of a second hand property. Yeah, it's it's a positive in 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 my eyes. That's what I say about all all developments that that take it as a positive if it's near you because if those house prices are are higher, then yours is going to be higher. Yours isn't going to be less. It's not going to be the same. It is only going to be higher because of the demand the the sort of price demands on these new builds, and and what they're going for. Of course, yours is going to be higher. Yeah, so, it's, so yeah, it's it's. it's it's a positive, absolute positive. So, Ricky, thanks for coming in, no, fighting Stevenage's corner. How does everyone get hold of you? On 07507837346. Or, uh, yeah, no, I'm sure we've put the, the Ricky's email address. Yeah, Ricky's details are in the show notes. So I thought I'd just wind him up there. <laughs> Ricky's details will be in the show notes. If you've ever got any questions about... The Hertfordshire as a whole, he's worked across Stevenage, St Albans, Welling Garden City and other areas. If, if you're looking at that as a potential or if you've seen something that interests you and you want a second opinion on it, then just fire him a message and he'll be straight back in contact with you. But again, Ricky, thanks for joining us. No, thank you very thank much. Thank you, Ricky. So we have just finished with uh, Ricky Ville, so your local property expert in, in Stevenage. Um, 
and it's really great talking to him, really great sort of hearing about sort of the Stevenage area, um, what what's sort of the, the, the hot spots in Stevenage, what's going on, what, you know, to put your put your money into into what type of investment. So one of the things that I took away from from Rick is hearing about sort of the, the developments that are going up in in, in the area. Um, you know, you've got your big players like Red Row still building homes around that area, and that only means one thing that they've spotted a means money doesn't spotted, it spotted a market to, to to make money so yeah it was really good to sort of hear about hear about that um and sort of what type of area it is so where it sits you know near st albans and, and other areas as well um, and getting into london and the type of sort of people that, that are moving to to that area so i've definitely taken away that it's definitely an investment opportunity place um you know with with sort of median uh, rents at around sort of 1300 pounds a, a month um and looking at the property prices as well there's some there's some definitely bargains to to have to to make good that that investments if you're if you're a landlord or investor um so yeah it was good to hear that mike what did you take away from from ricky's i mean frankly I'm off to get on right move to see if I can find a two bed semi yeah. for two thirty that I can put seventy thousand pounds into and get two thousand pounds a month rent from two individual tenants. Yeah. That seems too good to be true. It does. To me, uh being where I'm yeah. from. <laughs> um so it's that's a hot tip for from my point of view, that if you're willing to split a property up into two into two maze nets. And the council are happy with that kind of development because the off-street parking's fine and everything works out. Then I want to go and have a look at one. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Well, look. If you want to hear hear more, get in contact with 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 Ricky, local expert in in Stevenage, um, and he'll be happy to help. His his details will be on 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 this page. I'm flicking through YouTube and through Spotify. I don't think there's a podcast or a video channel on YouTube that landlords can land on where they're not being sold something. I mean, it'd be the first time any estate agents ever asked that question, but why not ask that question to a wider audience? They just have the knowledge there, but they don't seem to share it. You can do different episodes based around someone that wants an exit plan or someone that's just starting their portfolio. The rules change every year. Yeah. But why not just open the floor out and just say, well, is property even the best investment out there? And tax advice is a big thing, especially with everything that's changed, capital yeah. gains tax and obviously a stamp duty cost that you need to pay and whatnot. People don't realise what they need to prepare for. We build a podcast and we build a YouTube channel somewhere that landlords can go and they feel they're not being sold to, but they're just getting quality advice.